and welcome to the Salty Boys Podcast. Ho, 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 you glorious bunch of bastards. <laughs> take care of yourself, lass. I'm about to take care of this, uh, and he sees Big Nick, this fucking ogre here. <laughs> um, um, where should these guns go? Mark, Graham. We're giving them all to Graham. <laughs> Graham, get guns! Mark, what god do you serve? Uh, Latter-day Saints. The Salty Boys Podcast. Pub Mix. Yes. Fucking Pub Mix. Uts. Who can forget about Pub Mix? The old Simmons Reginald P. Pub Mix. Uh, the P in Reginald P. Simmons stands for Pub Mix. Reginald <laughs> Pub Mix Simmons. <laughs> Love it. And you know what the best part is? That's on the podcast. So if and he when he ever hears that. He doesn't listen. No. <laughs> he didn't no, listen he, when he was here. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I mean, what? Uh, no, I listen every day. Guys, don't listen to that. This show oh, is man. great. You guys have been listening to my 10-hour design notes, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your, your hand-stitched hedgehog design notes. Animal Crossing. The hedgehogs design things. Oh! I'm with you. It took me a second to get there. Bro, they're literally your Switch icon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I played Animal Crossing like I play all other games. I'm about 10 hours in, and then I put it down for another game. (laughs) That's the problem with Animal Crossing, is if you only play for 10 hours, you haven't played Animal Crossing. (laughs) Exactly. You did the first day of Chorin. Seriously. I I literally wake up early some days. I'm like, well, time to get to Chorin. (laughs) And and Kayla comes out. She's like, you doing some Chorin? Yep. (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, hey, and you're playing... It's fruit it's, day. <laughs> I'm busy. Give me those turnips. Yeah. She comes out. She's like, hey. And you're sitting there playing. It's barley. <laughs> Letter Kenny Animal Crossing crossover. Not the crossover we need, but the crossover we deserve. Up in Keyback, they'd be picking them turnips. Uh, I've been forgetting to get turnips. I've been slacking. <clears throat> A couple huge, like, profits. But uh, anyway. This isn't an Animal Crossing podcast. Yes. <laughs> so it just yeah, turn into Now one. it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, That's so- actually the impetus for episode two of Corbin's Bourbons. <laughs> Animal Crossing. We're, we'll discuss Animal Crossing. Oh, wait. We already did. And we're done here. Okay. Thank you for attending the Animal Crossing hour. Now back <laughs> to your minute. regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> um, well, we know that the captain has been missing for the past four months out of Saltmarsh. Um. However, what is he doing right now? Uh, so, Captain has been hard at work uh, trying to track down this, uh, the cause of all of this snow coming down in Snow Marsh. Salt Marsh, which is now <laughs> affectionately referred to as Snow Marsh. Yeah. Even though it's not the Christmas special. Welcome to the Snowy yeah. Boys podcast. <laughs> it's the Snow Boys. It's not the Christmas special. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, captain saw that went down uh his smugglers union kind of uh you know friend of a friend of a friend sort of tipped him off and he sort of went on his merry way uh, he figured working by himself he could kind of move a little faster work a little more expeditiously take a few more risks than if he got his his friends involved okay plus after the events of seeing uh the big nick turn out to be daffron's dad turn out to be some god and like francis kind of getting away like he needs some time away yeah understandable <laughs> had a lot going on in his in his captain brain yeah um out of uh sentimentality or maybe a sense of duty or um maybe salt marsh is just growing on the captain uh he's decided to return so we get a uh we get kind of a back shot of the captain sort of looking over a hill a snow-covered hill as uh deeper snows set into salt marsh um the the gentle glow of uh of the homes sort of illuminating each, each spot in the the snow covered plains, uh, dipping down into the sea covered by cracked and crashing sea ice, uh, that is breaking upon the shore. Um, but one building in particular stands out to you, captain. And that is the, uh, town council hall is much brighter than normal. Uh, usually indicating uh, a gathering of some sort. Another wanker and wank fest by salt marsh's finest politicians. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, and we get a sort of a pan up, and then uh, this is welcome to Salt Marsh season two. Um, 
we come back to the interior of the uh, the council meeting chambers. Uh, Real Big Nick, Mock, you and the Lizard Folk delegation have just arrived from uh, from their hideout. Um, with them, they have a large chest, um, probably four feet uh, wide by uh, another three feet, um, and it's about three feet in depth. So pretty sizable. It, it can hold a lot of stuff. Uh, but they have uh, they have brought it and they are uh, waiting um, for the the council to convene. Uh, there's lots of uh, residents of Saltmarsh talking and uh, catching up, and uh, town council members are sort of milling about. So you can talk to anybody you want to before the actual hearing starts. Well. Mm-hmm. This is productive silence. <laughs> yeah. Well, hold on. We're going going back to the notes to see who's in the town okay. council. <laughs> so I can I can go over them again. the The big players are Ada Oland, who represents um, the sort of fishing interests and shipping in Saltmarsh. So she has a lot of sway. Although uh, given the snows and the sort of grounding of the fleet, um, she has had sort of less influence recently. Uh, however, many people still look up to her as the voice of the um, like traditional salt marsh that she represents traditional salt marsh values. There is Manistrad Copperlocks. She is the uh, the voice of the um, the dwarven miners who live slightly outside of salt marsh's outskirts. They're largely independent and don't really interact with salt marsh much other than the regular supply lines and coming in for um, yeah, like I said, supplies or drinks. Uh, the other player is Anders Solmore, who is a uh, noble from the capital. He comes from a, a, a long noble line. Um, he inherited some land in Saltmarsh and uh, over the past couple years has been doing his best to develop a rep- reputation, uh, a rapport. The last is... Um, the guard captain, right? Oh, yeah, that's the other one. Uh, captain Lysander Fireborn. That's it. Yeah, he's the yeah. captain of the guard. Wait, was it Lysander? Sure it was like Ariander or something. It doesn't matter. Fireborn. That's yeah. good enough. There is one. If you other... get his name wrong, he's going to kick you in your Ariander. Eliander Fireborn. Yeah, okay. I got Eliander Fireborn, Manistrad Copperlocks. Oh, and Jelen Primewater. He is a. Uh, Fuck that guy. He is also a noble, um, but he is not from the capital. He's. He has. Uh, his family has been in Saltmarsh for a long time. Uh. And he, his business is in exports. And uh, as you recall, some of his um, merchandise was found in the smuggling cave um, when you first raided the, uh, the haunted house, which uh, <coughs> you guys sold for a profit. Who's the oldest? We found the crates empty. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or who holds the most way that we know about? Ada Oland, for sure. She's the, the like chair councilwoman. I think we should talk to her. Um, so, did the captain just walk in while we're standing there? Well, what do you do? Oh, I didn't think captain was there yet. So. Uh, yeah, you were like walking in. You can a- appear at any time. I okay. Think, I think we're due, in true captain fashion, a cinematic entrance. Mm-hmm. I feel like captain is going to come in like after the meeting started. That's why you can speak his, okay. his grand entrance here. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, we can we can jump to that. Big Nick's going to go pop over and talk <sighs> to uh, Fireborn because... He wasn't here for all the crap that went down, mm-hmm. but uh, he does have a sense that usually the people that run the the, uh, the pokey, you know, the guards and whatnot, yeah. they tend to have a level head. Big Neck is interested in what happened at the, the house because he wants, like, he wants a house. The uh, the, the, the haunted, haunted house. house. Yeah. Sorry, I messed up this immediately. That's fine. Um, <laughs> so he, uh, he wants to know, like, what, because as far as the... The podcast crew knows we the the house is just like abandoned now. Yeah. So, um, big Nick's wants big Nick wants to buy a house to live in and retire. <laughs> He's already looking at retirement already. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah. He says there there's no one occupying it, uh, and if someone is, then uh, you know, basically tomahawk rights. If you go in and claim it, uh, you have to live there and protect it for a period of. 30 days and uh if it is still in your um still under your protection after that 30 days it's legally yours um however you do have to keep there's not building code but you have to keep it in like 
reasonably good condition. Don't let it attract vermin. Don't let it attract undead or uh, lycanthropes. So I, I can't I can't let Francis come over. Yeah, hmm. pretty much. She said no vermin. <laughs> no vermin. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, uh, just to recap, Eliander Fireborn, he's a former gladiator. Uh, he has a carved wooden peg leg. Um, he lost it in a battle against an owl bear. So I think his peg leg is like, it's kind of like a totem, like owl bear. Um, he, he, uh, he's actually the, the village translator in a lot of cases that he, he knows a lot of languages. He's very literate. Um, and he does have a, he has a seal of Royal authority, which is like a, a notary on steroids. So if you ever needed something with Royal authority, you can talk to him. I'm also trying to just like shoe- shoehorn him in a little bit more because we have never interacted with him. We like, haven't four times. <laughs> like the only times we've interacted with him was like the first episode, and yeah. also once Captain yelled at him because he was talking to Eggplant Boy. Mm. <laughs> That's the extent of our. I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you've got Ada Oland, you've got Manistrad Copperlocks, you've got Jellin Primewater, you've got Anders Solmore, and you've got. Did I say Alien I think I did. Yeah. Uh, I think there's five. Ada, Ada Prime Water, uh, Manistrad Copperlocks, Anders Solmore, Anders Solmore, and Manistrad, Manistrad Copperlocks. Copperlocks, and then the, yeah. Okay. That's all. Uh, Mark's gonna go talk to Ada. Okay. <clears throat> and um, how is everyone reacting to the lizard men that are there? Uh, it's with caution. Um. This is a like a seafaring village, so they know they know people that know people that have been eaten by lizard folk. Hmm. So these are this is like bringing in bipedal crocodiles into a, a council chamber to them. Um, the the lizard folk sort of have their arms crossed by the by the chest. Um, you think there's maybe some nervousness to them, but the way that they scan the crowd is almost predatory. Um, so, um, Mark asked Ada, um, so the lizard folk are here for peace, or that's what they say. If this is true, can we count on your support? If they're here for peace, then yes. But I do have my doubts. So do I. But peace could be mutually beneficial. I agree. Uh, certainly war would do no one good in this weather. But if it comes to that, I will defend Saltmarsh. I'm glad to hear it. So then I can count on you? Of course. Always. Good. Um, yeah, with that, I think uh, we cut to Ada, like, wrapping the gavel on the, uh, the council uh, bench uh, where the five of them are seated and uh, everyone else begins to take seats, um, with the exception of the lizard folk who stand off to the side. And uh, Ada... Gives a, an opening speech, basically saying, um, first of all, thank you for coming uh, and braving the weather. Uh, it, it would not have been called were it not for some some grand news of peace that uh, a delegation sent by a queen, Otho Kent, of the lizard folk people who have inhabited uh, just outside Saltmarsh, uh, want to enter an alliance with its people. Um, and she yields the, the floor to them. Um, here we go. Uh, one of the lizard folks steps forward and uh, sort of puts a, a clawed hand to his chest and uh, sort of scratches his scales to make like a rattling sound. People of Saltmarsh, we are here to give gifts and an invitation on behalf of Queen Otho Kent. Uh, with no flourish, they open the large chest they had transported, revealing straw-packed firearms. Uh, the, the reveal draws vocalizations from the crowd, um, causing Ada to wrap her gavel for order. Uh, quickly, be- people begin to to speak to themselves. Um, Ada sort of steps away and is leaning over and talking to the other council members uh, and convening with them. Um, wh- what do you all do? Party. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking firearms, man. They bring gifts. I mean, right? The, they brought that's gifts. That's a good thing. Yeah. Um, uh, no one has moved to take one. But a lot of people are talking. Uh, Big Nick's going to go up and uh, take one. Okay. Um, 
Ada leans over and says, uh, I think we're discussing where these firearms should go. Um, cool. You do that. I'm going to discuss what it does. <laughs> um, can I shoot at the ceiling? <laughs> uh, you, yeah, you can like, desk pop quickly, quickly. <laughs> desk pop. Um, Here's your wooden. Yeah. You want to roll an attack roll? <laughs> I mean, I don't think there's a difficulty of you doing it. I think just no, everyone... attack roll. So I don't accidentally hit someone and kill them. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you're just firing one. up in the air, right? Yeah. But like, if I roll a one, I feel like I should accidentally shoot kill someone. someone. <laughs> I mean, if you want to roll, you are welcome to roll. <laughs> DM is giving you a chance Here not to roll. It does not make any logical <laughs> sense that you would go desk pop and just shoot like <laughs> the mother of three children like in the face but it's a semi-automatic flint if lock. you want to you're talking about big nick here man yeah making sense is not something that's his, his has he had his dog if, today if you want to yeah if you want an incompetence <laughs> roll roll a d20 no that's okay we'll okay. just we'll just we'll just say i desk pop successful su- success successful little blah, blah, blah. successfully yeah uh this quiets the uh the the council chambers Naturally, it's a big, it's loud ass gunshot. Um, does the captain show up at this point? Uh, yeah. So after the gunshot goes off, mm-hmm. just in the crowd, just a. <laughs> <laughs> and as he's like, he's like uh, walking in lockstep to his slow clap. At this mm-hmm. point, uh, he kind of his eyes are glowing at the side of his chest and goes, "Ho ho ho! You glorious bunch of bastards, <laughs> Captain Flint." Aubergine Fargus. <laughs> Captain is at a loss for yeah, words. That's, uh, Captain, uh, that's a uh, Joe and Prime Water uh, addresses you by na- correct name. <laughs> you're not even close, lad. <laughs> that's Fergus Flintlock to your candy having ass. Fergus Flintlock. <laughs> to what do we owe the pleasure? <clears throat> you're a. Uh, your unending winter is what you owe my pleasure for. I'll be needing some backup to uh, help you assist in getting this rid of this uh, never-ending snow here. Um, Manistrad says, Well, perhaps the gift of firearms from the lizard folk will help kill whatever's causing this winter. A storm god or something. Flint, uh, Captain kind of looks over the chest and goes, Eh, it's a start. <laughs> And he's going to kind of rifle through. <laughs> rifle through. <laughs> it's already started, gents. Uh, he's going to rifle through the chest, see what he's looking at. Uh, yeah, uh, you can. Um, you can find uh, there's pistols, there's rifles, there's uh, blunderbusses. Um, Blunder by. Blunderboats. Blunderboats. <laughs> Blunderbusses. <laughs> uh, Five S's. So yeah, you can take. Uh, uh, I'll say you could probably take any any one of what's in here, um, and uh, it comes with a you know decent amount of ammo with it. Um, uh, Manistrad says, "Well, I don't see any point bandying more words. Who's getting these guns?" And um, it says, "Obviously, it should go to the people of Saltmarsh to the to defend themselves and their homesteads." Um, Eliana Fireborn says, the city watch would do well with uh, more firearms. We could defend the city when uh, the people are asleep. Um, Manistrad says, uh, or we could form a private military corporation outside of Saltmarsh and the dwarves could have an elite guard that would protect Saltmarsh at all times. Um, People begin to kind of like talk about these options, um, but a, a couple sort of seem to look to you for uh, options or a decision? Um, uh, where should these guns go? Mark Grim. We're giving them all to Grim. Grim, <laughs> <laughs> get <getting> guns! <laughs> Fucking Grim. Mark makes uh, any kind of sound and then w- wiggles his lizard toes at people, mm-hmm. so they just kind of stop, mm-hmm. or hopefully. Yeah. And um, he says, "My suggestion is that whoever has them." Our permanent guards in Shepherd in Shepherdstown, <laughs> in Saltmarsh. <laughs> okay. Um, but if we take these, mind yourselves, and there needs to be a treaty with the lizard people. Rules for both sides; it can't be broken. Fuck! Uh, that's the most words I've ever heard you speak in me adult life. <laughs> what happened to you these past four months? It's a Monday. <laughs> Yeah, um, many many listen to your wise words and and consider it. 
Um, and Eliander Fireborn uh, steps up and says, the City Watch will always be glad to serve the people of Saltmarsh. So to their hands, they would be delivered the guns, if I'm understanding. Uh, he looks to Manistrad mm-hmm. and says, would dwarves be willing to be part of the Watch? He says, well, the mines need to be need to be guarded still, but we could spare some manpower. Then maybe they could spare some guns. Maybe we and, can... Uh, she looks to uh, Eliander says, I... Proper training. <clears throat> Big Nick pipes in and says, well, maybe the city watch can form a detachment for your mind, too, while we're at it. Mm. Or what he said. <laughs> <laughs> um, they uh, they um, sort of lean in and uh, start to talk to base, and there's there's some nodding. Um, and uh, Ada looks a little worried, and she says, well, the people of Saltmarsh will be protected in this case. Um, uh, I think that these terms are agreeable. And she looks around to uh, Anders and he he nods his head and Jalen kind of puts his hands up and sure. Um, does anybody else have anything to say? You could say that this proposition was Jalen with prime water. <laughs> ah, so bad. Captain's <laughs> gonna kind of lean into, uh, kind of acknowledge over to Ada a little bit and goes, "I lost. You're looking a little bit uh, green in the gills there. The weather's got us all a little cooped up." Maybe it's just a, just a feeling, but something don't sit right with me. I shit, I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> <laughs> Captain had a whole political gambit to run. Yeah, it just left. It's um, okay. Yeah, so I guess Captain's more uh, concerned about why she wants uh, guns in the hands of the people at this point. Mm-hmm. She says, "I've been on the sea plenty, and the way I run my ship is that each crewman has a has a say." If they were policed, like, uh, uh, how do I want to say this? I worry that the City Watch be bought. Mock says, the City Watch should only be able to be used on foreign soil. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that may be... we should develop a constitution. <laughs> there is a Saltmarsh constitution. <laughs> it's a it's a city um, contract uh, in the in the name of the empire, basically. Um, and uh, so, is Saltmarsh part of the empire, or mm-hmm. is it an independent settlement? Yeah, it's part of the empire. Well, do we not have any imperial army out here? No, no, because no, it's, it's just it's, a washed up backwater. It's kind of far out. Yeah, there's not there's not a ton of like influence for the empire to protect. So there's no reason. Um, it's, it's pretty much just a town militia um, under uh, Eliander Fireborn. Don't say that about Shepherdstown. There's going to be a lot of pissed <laughs> off people. <laughs> so captain at this point is going to sort of grandstand in front of the public and go, people of Saltmarsh, you need to be listening to this last year. Corruption runs deep in this here continent and uh, Saltmarsh is no exception. You're given the opportunity to vote on your own protection and, the only one able to protect you the most aptly is your own hands. Hmm. Choose wisely, citizens. Yeah, they, uh, a lot of, you get a lot of head nods, uh, from that. And, um, one of the, uh, one of the fishermen who has since been sort of unemployed, uh, kind of shouts, how's the city watch going to protect us if, uh, if, uh, they can't even protect themselves? <laughs> and, uh, uh, <laughs> what are they gonna do? These guys know about protecting. Three gods not as good as four gods, Captain. <laughs> Grem, tell you shut up. <laughs> um, Grem is uh, is wearing some fancy new duds as part of the uh, Saltmarsh City Watch. So wait, is Grem a Saltmarsh City Watch guy now? Does he have a puffy shirt? Yeah, like Seinfeld. Yeah, that's part of the the uniform. Ooh. It's like a, a nice blue tabard with a. Uh, what would, what would the symbol of Saltmarsh be? A dead squid. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah, probably. Yeah, it's yeah, sure. Well, it'll be uh, just like a squid with like a spear crossed um, through it. it. Um, it's blue with like a sort of linen trim, and then uh, a, a nice white puffy shirt that they can change out, um, and uh, a little bit of armor over that. So, yeah, Graham has joined the ranks of the uh, the City Watch at some point. In the past six months, they must be corrupt. <laughs> must be, yeah. Um, and he probably speaks common better than any of the rest of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, 
so uh, with that, the um, it appears that the uh, an alliance with the lizard folk has been struck. Um, from the back, uh, uh, wait a second, sorry. A a robed figure steps forward, um, taking a hood away. Uh, he's a handsome half elf with dark eyes and blonde hair. Um, he says, "Guns will not save you from what grips Saltmarsh." I am Theravor Tallstag. Um, you see uh, the guards in the back bristle, not including Grim, uh, unsheathing <laughs> their weapons. Uh, Anders Solmore is the first to address him. He says, "We know you, Theravol. You're wanted in the capital for ha- <laughs> excuse me, capital for heinous crimes. Speak quickly before you're arrested." Um, however, somebody else is also familiar with Theravol. Ada. <laughs> no, that would be the captain. Captain's going to walk up and go, Ah, quite brazen of you to come right to me doorstep. Save me the trouble of having to track you down, you dirty rat bastard. Uh, he raises a hand and says, You'll want to hear what I have to say. Oh, will I? And he draws his sword. <laughs> Ooh. He says, Please, I am here to deliver Saltmarsh from the icy clutches of an ancient evil. If you'd strike me down, you would never free it. All right, so how about you free it and then we'll get to talking. As bid by my pre- excuse me, as bid by my patron in exchange for Saltmarsh's deliverance, I request my freedom. Your freedom, lad. Uh, who's got you locked up? I don't see any shackles on you here in the Sierra courtroom. I am only bound by a false conviction. Go on. That's correct. I've been implicated in a plot, and I wish to clear my name. Uh, he, he bows his head before the council and says, I know of an artifact that may save Saltmarsh. I may take uh, a small team, and we can recover it, and it would, uh, it would save Saltmarsh from the icy clutches of this ancient evil. How come you to know about this artifact, lad? Uh, he looks at you once again. My patron is quite knowledgeable. Your patron, you say? You're one of them warlocky types, aren't you? I have entered a contract for my power. Where does from where from whence does yours come? Hard work, blood, sweat, and tears, and the salt of the briny sea. And rum. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an awful trifle. Rum him. Aye, but at least I'm free, unlike you, lad. And he kind of twirls his rapier in his hand. He says, ha, we shall see who is free. Uh, a lot of the the council kind of, having been exhausted by considering an alliance with uh, Lizard Vogue who have potentially killed uh, Saltmarsh citizens, um, say, well, what, what, do, what the fuck do we do? Uh, <laughs> um, Anders Stormler says, uh, he should not be allowed to do this. He he needs to go back to the capital and, uh, to be imprisoned. Um, so at that, sort of the guards start to close in. He says, well, so be it. The ice will forever grip Saltmarsh. And uh, he does not really put up much of a fight. So Big, do we torture him and find out what's going on? <clears throat> Big Nick's going to step up. And he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna stop the, uh, the guards that are arresting him. He's like, look, i tell you what. I haven't been here that long. But I think you know... Most about me from the fake Big Nick, because they, you know, kind of clone my brain. So, I'm not... Just kind of clone my brain. kind of clone my brain. So... It sounds like a Charlie from Always Sunny rant. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, you know, it's a real Big simple. Nick is Charlie Day. <laughs> so, as the only one here versed in bird law... <laughs> Elves are closely related to birds, and if he does anything squirrely, I'll send him back to the capital myself. I have, I still have a lot of contacts back there, and mm-hmm. I'm actually pretty good friends with uh, a lot of the um, the uh, uh, federal yes. police, if you will, mm. stationed in the capital. And um, I know how to get a hold of them pretty quick, so they can they can they can get out here if they have to. So let's uh, let's 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 just. Let's just Try, try it on for size, and if it doesn't work, then uh, so ready, ship them off. Ready to be done with it, they kind of they agree. It's, it's your responsibility. His actions are yours. 
and uh, they they uh, Ada wraps the gavel to conclude the the council meeting. Um, a lot of people sort of linger, given the cold weather. They they hang around. Uh, some bread and ale is brought out from Seamus's empty net. Uh, although he uh, was not in attendance, um, Eggplant Boy was sent with a couple casks and uh, and some some stale bread. Mock grass, stale beer and stale bread. Hands mm-hmm. one to the captain. Beer. <laughs> Aye. How's the Eggplant handle seeing Captain again? Oh, hey. What's <laughs> <laughs> up, Captain? Aye. <laughs> Seems like you've grown a pan or two since the last time I saw you, lad. It's been a while. It's been a been a long four months. Puberty's almost hit you, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's getting there. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta tell you, Seamus took it pretty hard. He thought you were coming right back. Hey, <laughs> that's not the only thing Seamus is gonna be taking hard. <laughs> I don't wanna know. Look, uh just take your beer and you go ahead. <laughs> hey. Tell your master the beer is shite like always. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> then he proceeds to quaff five. <laughs> This is shit. <laughs> Fourth is worse than the fifth. <laughs> Speaking of which, we should hit up the empty net for old time's sake. Uh, yeah. So before we go, uh, Captain is actually going to sidle up to Ada. Okay. And goes up. You're starting to lose your edge there, Ada. Saltmarsh has changed. It's different than it used to be. I feel nervous. I I long to be out on the sea again, but I feel that the snow isn't the only thing encroaching on Saltmarsh. I think hungry hands from the Empire seek to to take their own peace, and I worry about an evil from the ocean, and now whatever's snowed us in, it's too much. Aye. Not too sure about this ocean business, lass, but uh, the Empire is definitely... uh... Well, it's not looking too keen, if I might say so myself. Daffrin. What? <laughs> what? No, oh. I, da- Daffrin's out trying to gather up the uh, sea elves. Oh, okay. He'd mentioned that he would go talk to them. Okay. That would be interesting. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll tackle that another time. We'll bait and tackle that. <laughs> Ocean Oh, I'm baiting. <laughs> Master of baits. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, Ada seems pretty, um, pretty kind of shaken up. I mean, negotiating a peace for Salt Marsh is great, but it uh, doesn't seem to have quelled her her nervousness or trepidation. Uh, the Warlock has kind of the Warlock Theraval sort of stood by you, Big Nick, most of the time, not saying much, keeping his hands kind of in his uh, robe sleeves, uh, and sort of really like looking down on a lot of the people of Salt Marsh, like he's above, he's above this rabble. Unsurprising from an elf. Yeah, it's a very typical elf behavior. He's a half elf. He ain't even full. Yeah. Well, you know what they say: the mutts are worse than the purebreds. I don't think they say that. (laughs) (laughs) They definitely don't say that. (laughs) Don't. Shit. So Big Nick's gonna look over at him, and he's like, "So, what's your deal?" Uh, my deal. What do you mean? Like. I don't know. BDSM? What? <laughs> My kink? <laughs> no, hold, we're not drinking for a kink. moment. We're not drinking kinky. We're drinking truly. <laughs> he, uh, he takes out a scroll and says, if, I'm to, if you're seeking to fulfill my kinks, uh, and he hands you a scroll. Uh, These are below my pay grade, sorry. <laughs> can he still not read music? <laughs> no, this is the real Big Nick. The real yeah. Big Nick can read music. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, but still, there's a chance he might not be able to. Because I'm actually a bard. Yeah. The fake Big Nick was a rogue. He's handed you uh, a letter that pretty much says what he... Pretty much details what he said in the, uh, in the council meeting. Um, and it was like instruction for what he is supposed to say to the Council of Saltmarsh. Um written in a hand that you're that looks not like humanoid like it, it's very strange uh like penmanship um yeah uh but it, what he has given you is not a list of kinks <laughs> so basically it's just exactly what he said but written you're just saying um you will be given the secret that will unbind salt marsh from its icy clutches 
So I'm going to ask him, do you even know what you're supposed to do? Or are you just kind of hoping? I know. Are you sure about that? I have to stay alive until it's done. Uh, if I tell you, then I'm of no use to you. Mm, yeah, well, I can see that logic. But also, I mean, I'm just, I don't know. I feel like you could tell me. I'm your friend. I stuck up for you. I'm My- going to cast friends on him. <laughs> awesome. Go ahead and, uh, it's a, he makes a save, right? Uh, oof, dude. Oh my god. I think. Okay. Yes, that'd be a charisma save, right? It's against your uh, spell DC. Uh, yeah, he made it. He he makes the save. Right, but what what am I rolling with? I don't think you roll for it. You just cast it, and then he makes a. So you should have a stat that says spell DC, and that's what he has to beat. Mm-hmm. Oh, 11. It says, you're right, I am in your debt. Sweet. So, <laughs> Can I persuade him to tell us? That's, that's, <laughs> that's good enough for now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to say, hey, uh, so since you're in my debt, mm. I'm going to tell you to just hang out here for a minute and don't do anything. Don't sneer at anybody. I know that that's what you like to do, but uh, I'm going to go talk to the captain because I haven't seen him in like four years. I am equally adept at being a wallflower, and he uh, like goes back towards the wall, and like he doesn't really have like the sneer on his face anymore. I'm a I'm a look over at Grim because I did meet Grim. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't miss him. Say, hey, Grim, can you keep an eye on that one for me? Make sure I didn't do anything stupid. Grim. <laughs> Grim is the best. <laughs> Narrows his eyes at the half elf, like shakes his head, like. <laughs> he's so ready. God, I've missed Grim. Oh, yeah. he's the best. With a new rifle in hand, he's ready to go. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go talk to the captain. Yeah. Yeah, so before uh, Captain reconciles with Big Nick here, he's going to continue. He's going to leave uh, Ada with one, a couple more thoughts. He's going to be like, all right, Ada, number one, I don't trust this terrible guy. I've got people on the inside who've given me three names. I've taken care of two of them. He was the last one. So, uh, yeah, he'll be taken care of. Secondly, keep these guns out of the hands of the city guard or whatever. Uh, I don't trust a single one of them. You're the only one here I trust. So, uh, says I wouldn't give, I wouldn't have given the captain title to someone that doesn't have a track record like yours. Uh, you certainly earned it, and uh, I know you'll do the right thing. He's gonna bow to his su- to his superior. <laughs> He's like, take care of yourself, lass. I'm about to take care of this. Uh, and he sees Big Nick and like. This fucking ogre here. <laughs> awesome. So as I'm walking up to the captain, I reach in my pocket and I pull out a brand new stopwatch and I say, hey, I bought this for you. Pulls it out. Mm-hmm. He like opens it. Doesn't fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, like, ah, well, this shows me you're definitely the real big Nick. The, the back is Sarah Morin's sons. It's a, it's a, a, very like high end brand from the capital, the like gnomish tinkerers and watchmakers. So what have you been all this time, lad? I was at music school, like I told you. Some I don't know how it happened, but somehow someone got a hold of me. I'm learning this from after the fact because I don't remember it. I went to a party and then I was at class the next day. But apparently somehow somebody managed to scan my brain and make a changeling be me. So that happened. And apparently he was marginally worse at music than I am. So, <laughs> Well, that answers about six or seven of the questions I had for you. <laughs> but the most pressing one you've yet to address. I slaved over a, a hot pile of daggers stealing all that money for you to go to music school. You better have learned a goddamn sea shanty when he was there. Wish you would step back from that ledge. <laughs> the only song that the real big Nick can play. <laughs> no, it's, it's all been much more avant-garde since then. Yeah, it was like, well, to tell you the truth, Captain, there was only one class on folk songs, and I was the only student that year in that class. So I made him. I made the teacher have us, and by us I mean me, study sea shanties. So here's one for you. It's called, What Would You Do With a Drunken Sailor? <laughs> <laughs> Claps him on the back and goes, money well spent, lad. <laughs> <laughs> Hundreds of thousands of gold. <laughs> for one sea shanty. <laughs> yes. My kingdom for a sea shanty. 
Oh man. So that's that. I'm 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 done catching up with the Captain. Cool. Uh, a lot of the the crowd has begun to disperse. Um, uh, Ada has left. Um, Anders Solmore and um, Jelen Primewater are still talking. And um, with Anders Solmore is his uh, like butler companion person, Scarin Wave Chaser, um, who's still there as well. Uh, your boy Theraval and Grem are hanging out. Grem is like staring like three inches from the side <laughs> of uh, Theraval's face, and Theraval's like, he's fine. Like he, he's chilling. Like he's not really looking at anybody in particular. Just hanging out. Grem's a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> he needs a race. <laughs> yeah, he does a good job. Um, <laughs> he's my absolute he's, favorite. He's an absolute like reformed (laughs) 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 miracle yeah so oh i think i forgot when i when i made the real big nick Mm -hmm. i got three languages Ah, where the hell are languages Mm. have you checked the language Uh, section there it is (laughs) yes Mm. (laughs) the real big nick i forgot Mm. he speaks goblin (laughs) (laughs) awesome (laughs) I uh, forgot about that because I wanted that specifically just for Grim and so Big can, Nick interactions. I, I don't. Uh, I'm sorry. It's DM knowledge failing here. Was Grim like super like literate and poetic, like when he could speak? Yeah. Like yeah. Grim's Grim. Grim's Grim. Yeah. So Grim. Yeah. He's he's basically Grim's like common is really bad, but his but like he's really like uh, well spoken in, in goblin. Yeah. yeah. He's he's basically like Mongo from Blazing Saddles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Grim only pawn in Game of Life. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, so, Mock, what church do you serve again? What god do you serve? Uh, Latter Day Saints. <laughs> uh, not latter, ladder, ladder. Ladder, yes. D. Like shoots and ladder ladders. Days. Climbing up the rungs. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> um, They're at war with the shoots days, Saints. <laughs> I guess they're like yes. an A or something. No, it's... Um, Procan. Yes. Procan. Pecan. <laughs> prostate. He yes. serves the god of prostate. There we go. Yeah, it was just leading into Captain's next one-liner because that's all he speaks in. <laughs> walks over to Mock and goes, ah, you seem to be missing your one disciple of Procan Short today. Uh, he seemed to have um, wanted to pursue more diplomatic means. Ah, the lad's growing. Best let him be. He's seen as a god dad quite literally just kind of fly off into the feckin' moon. I don't know how I would have reacted to that. I guess, but punching people just kind of makes everything better. <laughs> I will. It's good to see you again, Mock. Yes. Beer. And he gave you another mug. <laughs> God, it's the worst ale of my adult life, and he quaffs three more. <laughs> I think you're right. To get something better, you know where we should head to. <sighs> yes. I mean, he does miss you. I know he does. Can I interject with a like proposed a smash cut? <laughs> <laughs> to like opening up the door? No, s- the smash cut to opposed athletics. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's you. Oh my God. Is it a one? Yeah. Uh, Did you beat a one? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we beat a one. Yeah, uh, Seamus is, is uh, his grip is, um, is, uh, Light Sorry. paper. Yeah, <laughs> Wet paper. Sorry. Compromise. His grip is compromised from the tears flowing <laughs> <laughs> down his face. Uh, so every time he tries to grab onto you, oh, I'm so happy to see you! And uh, he tries to like throw a chair at you, but it slips and flies backward, breaking one of the windows. And he grabs his Captain Dakimura body pillow and tries to throw that, throw that at you too. Um, actually, like tearing up the studio. <laughs> um, Oddly stained yellow. Yeah, but you, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, he has tried to pour beers like in it in the captain's <laughs> mouth. It's like drawn on with crayon. Um, but yeah, you, you get the upper hand on this. You like sweep the leg. He like drops onto his back. Ah! <laughs> and he's out like a light. On Steedoon. <laughs> oh my god! Lovely. Every Seamus interaction is the best Seamus interaction. A couple of uh, Manistrad's dwarves have uh, have joined in the empty net. Hey, when they when he gets knocked down, knocked out. 
Big Nick's pouring beers because he's out. He's unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> very. Uh, yeah. Um, Eggplant Boy makes his way back at this point. He's he was cleaning up at the town council a little bit. So he's bringing back the empty caskets and uh, and mugs <laughs> and stuff. Caskets. <laughs> oh, casks. Yeah. <laughs> Are we yeah. playing Strahd or Salt Marsh? With, with, uh, yeah, with the, the empty plant, Ned's beer. Eggplant <laughs> boy got hard. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I mean, he's he's carrying like four casks of, of ale. He's he's doing pretty well. Seamus serves beer in caskets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Death's head brew. Like mm. this beer's yeah. to die for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Cool. Yeah. So. um uh, Theraval has uh, obviously you've you've had him come with you. Um, I think your spell has worn off. I think it's a minute. It wears off. Yeah. Oh, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I think it wears off after a minute. So uh, he uh, knows that you've cast it. Um, it's one of the catches of of friends. He goes, "That was simply unnecessary." <laughs> <laughs> well, I find you simply unnecessary. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> However, my involvement in this town, I would like it to be brief. So perhaps we can do this. I can earn my pardon, and then you can get whatever it is, reputation with this podunk town that you treasure or value or whatever. The only thing I'm here for is the treasure that is the friendship with the captain. Ugh. <laughs> captain kind of looks over at Therabal and goes, that, that thing you're doing with your mouth and the sound coming out, what, what, what do you call that? Mark says, Bitching. <laughs> it's like, aye, bitching. Right. <laughs> you have to stop that right now before I poke you with the business end of me boy here. <laughs> you pull out like the, the rapier? Yep. No, he, he points to Eggplant Boy. <laughs> <laughs> the like he holds Eggplant Boy. He holds him by, by an ankle yeah. and pokes him with his hook hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Point made, point made. But look, as much as you enjoy my company, believe me, the feeling is mutual. So you do like us. Very much. <laughs> Mark, I, I still hear him with the, the sound of the, <laughs> coming out the mouth region. He's, he, his mouth's working just fine, yeah. but it's like the ears, they're not, <laughs> yeah, they're not he, processing. He just takes a seat and like with a big sigh. Like, Mark looks at the captain and just says, hmm. Hi. <laughs> tomorrow we find glory <laughs> but tonight we find the flory quaffs <laughs> like, another one at this point he just fucking just passes out because he's had like a thousand at this point and he looks yeah. at the captain and says I'm gonna go find a fight <laughs> <laughs> nice um, one, one thing that we didn't talk about it, during Big Nick's time in the capital uh, mm. as is traditional with 98% of people pursuing a music degree uh, he realized that during his time there it would take him literally two days 20 gold pieces Mm-hmm. And uh, a blood alcohol percentage of less than fifty mm-hmm. to get a certification as a bartender. <laughs> so big Nick's behind the bar mixing up crazy stuff, you know, like weird cocktails from the capital. Like, uh, mm-hmm. and he's got. At one point, you see him. Uh, wait a second. Um, at one point, you see him casting pyrotechnics to heat up. Uh, uh, an iron rod, which then he uses to shove a raw egg into a porter. Oh my god! What's that called? <laughs> the iron price. Iron price. That's right. Yeah. And then he pours that whole concoction into several shot glasses, then pours <laughs> grain alcohol on top and lights it on fire. That's amazing. Um, give me a. So it's going to be a tools check. Technically, I think it would call it like a brewer's tools check, but it would be um, you're doing like a performance out of it. So I want to say yeah, performance check. Yeah, go just make a. Per- performance because it's more about the performance than it is about how the drink tastes because it's going to taste like shit Shit. yeah we've all seen cocktail right oh yeah right (laughs) that's a five oh yeah like so it's it's not for lack of effort (laughs) because you are you are putting your heart and soul out there but it is it's the audience man like they they're like all right enough of that and uh throw it back tastes like shit <laughs> this is the this is the always sunny where they do the high school reunion and they're doing the dance special. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like Michael Jackson and Thriller and everything, and then at the end they're like zombies. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, no, I mean to to the discerning eye of those who know cocktail performance and uh, and like drinks as a show, 
pretty good not a bad show the problem is who's who's watching and it's <laughs> fucking the so empty harsh. net yeah it's like smugglers and fishermen and like thieves uh you know hang out at the empty net so it's like can i can i get my drink now after like 10 minutes <laughs> don't say i didn't try to enlighten you yeah <laughs> yeah Theraval's like silent he doesn't say anything but he makes like a gesture Mark just kind of pats him on the back, real mm. big Nick, and says, "Good job, real big Nick." Okay, I, have, <laughs> I have an end for the show. I'm yeah. just pissed off that no one's paying attention, so I'm gonna fill a shot glass full of uh, um, the highest strength liquor we have, mm. light it on fire, throw it across the room, and cast pyrotechnic so it explodes. <laughs> <laughs> so this will absolutely endanger the empty net. Hell yeah, let's do it. Oh my god. Living up to the first episode, blowing up the back wall of the empty net. (laughs) I'm pissed. I'm pissed that nobody liked my show. Okay. The real big Nick takes this stuff way more personally than the fake one. (laughs) Yeah, he's kind of (laughs) thin-skinned. He's kind of work. Yeah. Uh, I love it. So, uh... He's only got the one layer. He's kind of like a real big dick. you're, You're just... You're throwing it, um... And yeah, it, it splatters with all the force of grain, alcohol, and fire. Um, and I mean, it's a big, pretty sizable explosion. Patrons clear out as fast <laughs> as they can. Um, so this, no, me bar! Uh, wakes up and uh, tries to go uh, put it out. Um, Eggplant Boy's going to help. Is Whitesnake playing? <laughs> I don't get it. The club that burned down, that was them playing, right? Oh, with the pyrotechnics? Oh, really? uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's what Smoke on the Water. No, you, are you talking about Smoke on the Water? No, like the White Snake, the like, 80s band. Yeah. You're talking about like, the Boston like, oh, well, horrible... Duh. No, they can't tragedy. be because the keyboard player of White Snake is the keyboard player of Deep Purple. No, but, well, I don't know about that, but mm-hmm. the, the, the subject of Smoke on the Water was the Frank Zappa show burned down in Sweden. Oh. No, the one that burned down and killed like 30 people. Uh, that was the Boston one that like they started doing like... Was it Boston? I think it was... Or, well, uh, maybe All not. right, hold on, time out. Google time. All right. <laughs> and now we are entering another episode of Corbin's Bourbon <laughs> with yes. special guest John Lord of Whitesnake, the keyboard player of Deep Purple as well, who is dead. It's the it's the one where um like people get like crowd pushed into like the door. It's like yeah. real harrowing. Yeah, okay. I don't know the one you're talking about. But yeah, uh Eggman God, this just went it pretty dark. way too far on a it tangent. It's pretty dark. Um not that it just took way too long. <laughs> yeah, uh, so you guys are kind of like towards the exit. You Quite guys white. are the only- Great white. That's right. Great white. That's right. Um, (laughs) Yeah. uh, Speaking of that, uh, the bar is burning down. Uh, (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah. And Eggplant Boy and Seamus are doing their best, but it's not not doing so great. Bro, Captain's passed out. Y'all on your fucking own. (laughs) Uh, Captain might die tonight. <laughs> I realize that this is my fault, so I'm gonna make up for it. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna grab up everyone that I can and just cast Leoman's tiny hut, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, Seamus and uh, Eggplant Boy too, and the Captain. Yeah. Okay. Could just uh, put out the fire. <laughs> make an athletics check. Uh, nineteen. Okay. Uh, barely you drag Seamus in, kicking and screaming, No, me bar, it's the only thing I've got left! No! Uh, and you, you pull him in, and, um, yeah, what's your what's your hut look like? It's literally just a, a pale, <clears throat> excuse me, a pale gray orb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's it. Nothing okay. fancy. It's yeah. just a pale gray orb of energy, just like the last time. Uh, Seamus like, oh, I'm dead, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> I better hope I'm dead. Nah, you're good. I have more gold than this bar was worth, so I'm gonna build you a new one. <laughs> you what? I got. I have 65 gold on me. This bar. <laughs> <laughs> this Bro. whole bar is worth like 15. Bro, 65 gold. <laughs> I have Apparently. 815. <laughs> Get on my fucking level. <laughs> you. 65 gold you son of a bitch and uh, he's gonna he's gonna come after you again <sighs> you gotta beat a t- oh I've never done an opposed athletics with Seamus mm-hmm. it's magical man let me mm-hmm. tell you uh, that's a uh, 19 again yeah nice uh, 
you uh he like leaps at you but in his drunken you know stumblingness you just and uh like turn him and flip him flat on his back and he just lands with a thud um and he's out again <laughs> that amount of brain trauma can't be good for somebody <laughs> TBI, the amount of time, yeah the amount of times he's been like choked out or thrown <laughs> against a bar or <laughs> That's the thing with Seamus, though. He can't really lose what he never had to begin with. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, Mark's still outside. Uh, well, yeah. inside, but outside. Yeah. Um, so he's going to grab one of those casks of the really, really shitty beer yeah. and just throw it against the fire. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's less than a half percent alcohol. Yeah. It. I mean, it, it extinguishes a little bit, but the, the bar itself is still very much burning down he's like, gonna grab more totally <laughs> so you'll have to go in to like grab more of the beer okay okay um make a dexterity saving throw for me ah that's a bad one um 14 no 14 14 okay you manage to like make sure the the flames don't lick you too bad um but uh, a big rafter comes crashing down and you dodge out of the way and you grab uh one of the beers one of the casks of beer. Uh, we're going to throw that on the whatever's closest to me to try and put that out. Okay. Yeah, you can do that. Um, uh, you, you don't have to roll for that one. Um, but yeah, you extinguish basically like the rafter that had come crashing down. You can see there's a big hole. Um, but it, like putting putting this out right in front of you will give you a path to get back out. Hey, uh, question. So I believe mm. you are pretty close to him and you can see out of it. So... So, pyrotechnics allows me to start and extinguish fires. Okay. Can I... Uh, there's a way that you can cast spells at a higher level to do better, right? Yes. Is pyrotechnics a cantrip? It's a second level spell. Okay. So, can I cast it at third level? Because I don't have anything higher than that. Let me let me read the, the spell a little bit. This. So, uh, I can read it. Uh, choose an area of flame that you can see that exists within a five-foot cube within range. You can extinguish the fire in that area, and you do... Uh, you create either fireworks or smoke when you do so. Yeah, so it is definitely greater than a five-foot cube right now. Um, which means you have to cast it a shitload of times. Yeah. Yeah, can I just, like, burn all of my second and third level spell slots at once? <laughs> yeah, how many How many, uh, How many? many of those slots do you have? I have two third level and two second level. So that would be, t- like, 20 feet of... That would be, like, half the bar. Well, if I, if I cast it... At, third level does it give me any additional bonus or it, i mean it doesn't no. say anything in the spell on yeah. the, the app or no, in the book yeah normally it says like if you get extra extra range or area so in this case i would just let you use it um to cast the the second level but use your third level to cast the second level but you, you, you burn that slot instead gotcha if you burn all of your level two and level three spells that that would get you what to say 20 feet so, you get four of them can i let, let's save the business end of the bar like, like the the bar bar itself? Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. What if I create food and water three times? That's 90 <laughs> gallons of water. <laughs> you Wait, can, what? You can do that? Yes. Yeah. With what? That's one create, of my spells. Create water? Create food and water. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fucking fire department over here. He's throwing <laughs> beer on the fire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to create 90 gallons of water. Okay. So it, it splashes down and the floor is extinguished. And you cast your pyrotechnics and you extinguish uh, the bar area. Um, the thatch roof and walls uh, sort of crumble into to smoldering ash uh, in a heap, um, and everyone sort of pops out of the Liaman's tiny hut when you cast your other spell. And uh, Seamus falls to his knees in the in the like burned ash. But there is a there's like a bubble sort of where the bar was, <laughs> uh, and some bar stools, and then there's like the floor. The wooden floor is there, and then the bar is there, but the walls are gone. <laughs> Perfect. The, 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 like, rooms are gone. So um, Mark's standing there, and he looks up, and he's like, hmm, skylight. <laughs> Some good natural light in here. <laughs> um, Theraval is like, what? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> why I'm here. <laughs> it's a Monday. <laughs> so since I've been the custodian of the SSSSS2 since the captain's been gone, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell Seamus that what we're going to do, because it's landlocked mm-hmm. and it's also in a more prime location than the empty net, which is kind of out of the way from downtown, mm-hmm. is we're going to turn that into the new bar. Oh. This, was, this was secretly my way of getting Seamus out of the shithole. 
<laughs> I love it. We're going anywhere anyway. Oh, he's knocked out, so you can say whatever you want. Great. I'm going to pick him up on my shoulder, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I'm going to tell. I'm gonna look over at Eggplant Boy and say, watch that one and point at Theravold. I think you're going to tell him to move the bar. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Retcon. Yes, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> one move piece that at to a the time. ship. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just, just, just because I can and mm-hmm. because I have unlimited of them, mm-hmm. I'm going to cast uh, press the digitation to make it look like there's an extra pair of hands helping him push the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm helping. I'm helping. I'm going to leave something to help you out. That's awesome. That. Yeah, he's like pushing it. It's not making any progress. <laughs> and we'll see. We'll see if he makes any progress when we get back. Chain up Vorcha. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, Vor- I say Vorcha. Uh, well, he'd I think probably we- be at home. Yeah, we kind of glazed over that part, but I think Vorcha went back to Adalatha. Uh... Break nice. Time. Yeah, Sweet. let's take a quick break. We burned down the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I burned down the bar. Arson. <laughs> uh, are you recording right now? Okay, cool. Um, Simmons. Simmons. Hey, hey, roll me over. Simmons. Hey, hey, guess what? I'm a pickle. I'm pickle crawl. It's the Salty Boys, and I will always love you, and I... Truly, it's not bourbon. And etching! etching. etching.